0: (laughs) We got to come up with some new dance moves for you. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) It makes it seem like I've got a little rhythm.
0: Come on, where's the snake?
1: I don't want to try to pull anything outside of my holster.
0: No? (laughs) We were watching Little House on the Prairie last night, and they were dancing around the fire, and Jason's watching TV going, oh, I could do that move. I can do that move. I can do that. Well well why are you sitting there doing pistol pieces? Because we then? don't
1: have a fire, we don't have sand, and I don't have my boots
0: on. <laughs> or a fiddle. Giddy up, giddy That's up. That's
1: right. Well,
0: we do have a really special guest, one in which I am extremely excited about. And here's why. I have been very, very open and transparent about my depression and coming out of my depression, working through my limiting beliefs, working through my thoughts, feelings. And I have written in my journal. I have really, really done a lot of deep, deep work. Sometimes I feel like I'm experiencing pain and suffering that... I kid you not, I think it's coming from maybe my mom's life or maybe even my grandmother's life. And I I haven't quite pinpointed where it's coming from, but I, I do have a theory in my mind that when trauma happens in our lives, it affects the people around us. And it affects our brains and our thought patterns and the stories that we tell ourselves. And then, as we have children, it affects our mindsets and the way we bring them up. And and it just seems to perpetuate from generation to generation. I could be wrong because I'm not the expert. I just know from experience and doing a lot of self-work on myself and and becoming a life coach and, and all of the, the knowledge and research that we've done, it feels like that could be the case. So today we have an expert, an expert to tell us a little bit more. Her name is Leora Leon, and she is a past life regression therapist. She's also a divine path life coach. Welcome. Welcome to the Living Lucky Podcast. How are you? Wow.
2: You guys are amazing. I, I love that you're husband and wife and you just <laughs> I mean, how unusual is that that you guys just click and you're working together. I just I love that. But thank
1: you for having me on your show. It's a survival mechanism.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, tell tell us, how did you get, first of all, how did this become your profession? How did you get started in this? How did this become your passion? Tell us your story.
2: Well, um, you know, I am a shaman and a Reiki master, and I've studied spiritualism, you know, since the beginning of time. I kind of was awoke when I was a child. You know, I, I could see visions and I could tell people their future, and I didn't really know what I was doing. And I would dabble in it throughout the years. And um, then at one point in my life, I just, everything was like turned upside down. And this wolf came to me several times, and then I asked this shaman that I I knew. I said, "What does that mean?" And he says, "Well, are you doing what you're supposed to be doing in life?" And I said, "No, I want to heal people." So, anyhow, end up, I ended up working with this shaman for over a year, over a thousand clinical hours, and I became a full fledged shaman. And then I became a Reiki master teacher, and then I became a channel, and then um, you know learned how to do all these other cool things. Uh, About five or six years ago, my girlfriend took me to um, the convention center in Pasadena, um, and the speaker was Dr. Brian Weiss, who wrote Many Lives, Many Masters, bestseller, and he's been on Oprah and all this stuff. So I get a seat right up close, and I didn't even know what this was. And ends up, he gives 900 people in the auditorium. Imagine that. That's pretty cool. But he does a past-life regression on all of them. And immediately I went under because I meditate every day and I'm in that realm that I can go under real quick. So I I go to this place where I am a, a little girl and I've got three handmaidens around me and they're taking care of me and giggling and laughing and I'm a Roman baby. And so then he regresses us to be older and then I'm this tall statuesque Roman woman. And then someone comes into my view and it's this person that I know um, in this life and he's the love of my life in this Roman time. And so the next scene, we're in a village getting, uh, married in the whole villages around us. And I've got flowers in my hair and we're ready to get married and then in ride the barbarians and leading the barbarians is my husband in this life. And you can recognize these people in these past lives, who they are, the spirit in them. And so he tells one of his henchmen to come to us and we don't know what's going on. And the henchman says, get on your knees and, you know, bend over. And he chops our head off. <gasps> Oh my gosh. And so we we both, well, I float up and I go into another life. What is so monumental about this is that my entire life, I have had neck pain, and my friend Kelly, he had neck pain too. So immediately at lunchtime, you know, I start talking, I'm like, oh my God, I have no neck pain. For five years, I've had no neck pain. So when you're talking earlier in your segment, you said, you know, I know that there's got to be other types of stuff going on. Well, there is. And anyhow, I ended up going to Omega in New York and studied with Dr. Weiss and his wife for uh, seven days. And it was the most profound experience that I've ever had Um, shifted a million times. And now I use it with my clients and it's the best healing method because when you experience anything in your past life and and I go into childhood and maybe in utero and then we go back and when uh, you are doing that, you are actually releasing energy and we carry this energy with us from the time we're born until we go into our next life. And then we carry all that stuff that we haven't released, you know, from life after life after life. So you're absolutely right. I call it incarnational ancestry. Uh, We have, Ancestry, 50% of us is the ancestry that we are aware of in this physical reality. And then the other 50% are things from all of the lives that happened in the, ba- in, the in the past. So if you have a preference for something that in this life that you were never introduced to,
0: that is past life. So,
1: Cellular connection.
0: Okay. I, I don't even know where to start. You have my brain. So curious right now.
1: I have two questions. Okay.
0: Go for it. So
1: one of them is because it sounds like you just have to go back and call it out, like recognize it, say, Hey, I see you. Finally, you've been there calling me saying, this is where I'm from. This is what it's about. Pick up the phone and, and see me, you know, hear, hear me and what the pain or yeah. what are you talking
0: about yeah, the pain an- ancestral okay.
1: pain saying
0: you're talking you were, your head the was energy. chopped off yeah okay. that energy
1: that energy from back then and saying i'm here this is why and now it's you come out and you now don't have it is that about right like recognizing yeah. it it's deeper and let me
2: give you a, a little backstory on it so <laughs> When we come down as, as physical beings, we're incarnational beings on an incarnational planet, and we come down and we start out someplace like a caveman, and we have all of these lives, and we end up someplace like Gandhi, and somewhere in the middle you know, in our lifetimes, we start to awaken. And when we do that, we start to shed all of this energy that we have carried from the time that we started the incarnational journey to the time that we awaken. So, yes, you shed it. You shed it in dreams. You shed it in everyday life. If you might have an experience where you're like all of a sudden a little bit depressed or you feel weird and you're like, that's weird. Everything's great in my life, but I feel this way. You are shedding energy from past
1: lives. Wow. <gasps> now, the other question I had was when you were younger, you, you had to be in an, in an ecosystem or a familial system that either supported you or thought, okay, she's crazy. Does that resonate at all? <laughs> because I, I I talk to people all the time, and they're like, "I was different as a child, and I knew that I could see things." And I you mean could when she started things.
0: to channel things? Yeah. Well,
1: I mean, she was telling people at a young age, "This is this is what's going on. I see this. I, I I'm I'm recognizing these things because I, I I have this innate ability to just feel things that are in the universe happening. Is that? kind of true or
2: luckily enough i was in a a family that and you you go into these families that have history of being mediums or it kind of runs uh in families and so i had a family that was very you know into it and they were spiritual in some aspects um but yeah, so I, and I never thought anything about it. I thought everybody could do that. I thought everybody could read cards. I thought everybody could tell the future. I it just didn't. But what I didn't like is when, like, my mother started utilizing me for her friends and saying, you know, come over and, and tell her, read her cards. And, and I just kind of got tired of it and put it away. So, but it kept popping up, you know, like dust under a carpet. It'll keep coming up until you kind of take notice that, hey, this is what you're supposed
0: to do. Okay, so along those same lines, of Jason's question is I grew up in a family where this was really not, Don't talk not about accepted. Any of that. <laughs> it was not talked about. And I kid you not, the universe has been talking through us, to us, by us. I feel like the universe has been dancing with us. In fact, here's a couple examples we go outside and we have bunnies that follow us every single time we go for a walk every single time i stop the the vcr it's on the number 104 every 104 is popping up everywhere in my life isn't it jason snakes snakes have been appearing at our doorstep i feel like nature has been talking when i when i need a an answer to some sort of uh, question: Whether it's in our business or whether it's in my personal life, I simply like write it in my journal, and I kid you not, it's like
1: the journal. The answers. right
0: person, <laughs> the right person, just starts appearing into my path, and and so that's part of why we named this podcast "Living Lucky." is because it does feel like pillar number four is the universe has been answering or communicating with us. So uh, do you have any thoughts on that? Well, yeah,
2: that's absolutely awesome. And I love it. And, you know, the indigenous uh, Native Americans in the United States especially believe that animals were totems. And so if the snake comes, it has particular meaning. If numbers come, they have a particular meaning. And that's your awakening when everybody has the ability to connect. And who we are out of this physical realm is a divine being. We are all part of the God force. So we come down and take a physical reality. But the best thing and one of our superpowers is being able to connect to who we are out of this physical body, and it's all knowing. So when you ask, when you're connected enough, and you're meditating, and you're in that that zone, you can create your own reality. You get, I get answers all the time. If I, uh, it's the same. I go to meditate, and I'm having a problem, like a segue to a book. Boom! I go in, and they tell me, they show me the wonders of the universe. They show me everything. So all of these. Lessons And everybody's getting messages. Everybody has intuition. When you're driving and you're told, go this way, you're probably avoiding an accident in the other way that you may have thought to go. But your intuition is guiding you. So we all have it. We all start to awaken and raise our vibration and understand the synchronicities of the universe and how amazing they are.
1: I think what's funny about that, when you mention that, there are people that have won the lottery multiple times. And... I believe that they are more in tune with just feeling their way through just like because our pillars are just believe in yourself, believe in the people around you, believe in your circumstances and understand that the universe is working through you for you and by you. And you're just the opportunities. You're going to start recognizing them that they've always been there. They always present themselves. But because you're not awake yet, you don't see them. And that's so the one question I have for you is when you go through the past life regression or when you start, there are ways of speeding up that slumber and getting out of that slumber. Is that because I feel like we went through the depression together, um, our depression, not uh, an economic depression, but um, emotional depression, there are ways to to get through that awakening awakening quicker so that you start getting to that point right is that um is that a clear question or is that just too rounded
2: well Yeah, no, I I understand what you're saying. And we all have a level of awareness. And that's what I call it now. It's a level of awareness. And luckily, you two are on the same path of level of awareness, which is nice. I mean, can imagine if your wife started having all these feelings, and you didn't believe her and support her, that wouldn't be good. So you guys are kind of on this, you know, parallel path of level of awareness, which is wonderful. And we because of our incarnational path, we're all At different levels of awareness, and you know, we just, you know, for example, when you come into your life, before you come in, you see how much you want to raise your vibration, and so you could take on a lot and then raise your vibration a lot. Like I had a son with severe autism and he came and he passed this year. He was 25, but he came in brilliant spirit, brilliant mind, and but took on this whole life of being disabled and not having to. And at the end of his life, I, even when he was uh, here in home hospice, I did a healing on him. And he, and he was at the top of the mountain saying, I'm free, I'm free. And I saw who this spirit was, but he came in. To This life to have a lot of stuff going on so that he could raise his level of awareness rapidly in one lifetime. And you'll find people that go through a lot and then end up spiritual teachers and healers. It's, it's raising their level of awareness. They've agreed to come in. So you guys came in, and you're on this parallel path of awakening, and it's so amazing. And people awake when they're going to awake, and we never should judge anybody by their level of awareness, because we've all been that. We've all been murderers and robbers, and nobody likes to hear that. I wasn't a robber. I wasn't a murderer in my past lives. Well, guess what? You were. We were. Sorry you know, we all evolve. And so there's an evolution of our
0: incarnational experience as well. I hope that answers your question. Yeah, Yes. Yeah, so perfectly. I, I have studied a little bit about your life. I mean, I hope you don't mind me bringing this up, but no. you experienced childhood, physical abuse, sexual abuse, rape, domestic abuse, cancer. You had a son with autism and then the death of your son. So you've had a lot of trauma in in your own life do you feel that that has helped you awake or helped you reach uh, this,
1: Heightened higher level of frequency. Yeah.
0: Do you, do you think maybe it's almost, cause like, so I'm a paraplegic and I often say that it's because of my disability that I feel, I mean, I feel gratitude for it because I do feel that there has been, There's been advantages that I have, I, there's been resiliency and persistence and that there's been things that I I have developed, like my imagination and my storytelling and my ability to connect with people, things that I probably wouldn't have developed as frequently or as in depth if I would have been able-bodied my whole life. Do you understand what I'm saying?
1: Different levels of gratitude, like out to family and out to other experiences that have been afforded that whole, just the whole paradigm there. Yeah. So
0: I guess what I'm asking is, do you feel that your trauma in your own life has helped you reach a higher frequency yourself? Yeah. And you know, um, we do that,
2: and you, your particular situation has helped you grow. We have tools. We, they're catalysts. Catalysts. And as difficult as they may be they can either make you grow or they can stunt you and you can not you know when you come into your life you say okay I'm going to put this in front of me um, and I can either grow from it and learn and raise the vibration my level of awareness or I cannot and it's always your choice and you allowed that to happen you allowed yourself to grow and be this amazing person that you are it actually helped you so all of these trials and tribulations are catalysts and and they help us grow and a lot of healers and that I know I had one that she passed last year and she was lived in Iran and saw her father being shot in front of her and you know she was the most brilliant healer you could imagine but a lot of these people have gone through trials and tribulations on purpose so that they can raise their vibration um, you know Buddha says that you don't have to experience pain in order to grow. And humans, we do that. We think that in order to grow, we need to experience uh, pain, learn from it, and grow out of that. And what I'm finding now, which is really cool, are these level of children coming in, 25-year-olds and even younger, are coming in with, so even the evolution of the human experience is evolving because they're coming in and experiencing a couple things, but then becoming awake. They don't need to go through like what I went through all of the, you know, all of that they're coming in and yeah, maybe they had a mom that had cancer or they lived through a divorce or something, but they're coming in learning that to evolve. Now you don't have to go through the pain and suffering that maybe the older people did. So even, even we're evolving we constantly evolve and this epiphany that I had was like wow these younger kids their evolutionary response has evolved as well so yeah you know it helps you grow and I hope we get to a point where you know where we don't have to experience pain in order to grow and what I tell my clients now is that when something happens put it in front of you and look at it and say what kind of lesson is this and how can I learn from it? Because everything is a lesson and it's a lesson that we have agreed upon. I agreed to have all of that stuff happen. And when you come in, you say, I'm going to do this. Nobody did it to me. I agreed to be in that scenario to grow and evolve. So when you take that responsibility of saying, yes, I I put this in front of me, cancer, my son dying, all of it. um, Yeah.
0: I did it so that I could grow and I could learn and I could be where I am now. I'm learning so much. Okay. We, we want to take you up on a past life regression therapy session. I think that would be so fascinating.
1: Yeah. So the question I have is, will it work for everyone? And I think that you kind of answered that by saying it, everyone has this. So it's just, and everyone has their different ways of coming into awakeness. It sounds, I didn't think I was ready, but it sounds like I might be.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is everyone yeah, open yeah. to it
2: yeah and you know i find that with certain demographics it's a little bit more difficult um i teach overseas a lot and in some countries they're very uh uh religious-oriented belief systems. They don't believe in past lives. So I kind of, I, I do have some difficulty getting past the belief systems um, and people that are in, like, response, uh, high response things like uh, police officers, there's people that are in the military. They have a problem. They're always on that fight-or-flight thing, so it's, it's more difficult. But basically what it is is you're going into a state of um, the theta, which is right when you meditate, it's right before you fall asleep. So you're kind of just in a meditation. And then what I do is I guide people to allow that, whatever to come into their mind. If they see a clown riding a bicycle, it's okay because they're, you know, just seeing. I said, and they go, well, what if I'm imagining it? And what my belief state is and what I've been told by my high vibrational beings that come to me is that we cannot imagine something that doesn't exist that we haven't experienced. So if I told you like to think about this piece um of equipment in SpaceX that allows the calibrator to expand and, and cause pressure. You really couldn't understand what I was talking about unless you work at SpaceX and you work on rockets, right? So everybody can be taken back. Um, Sometimes you have to have multiple and people that have their religious beliefs. We have to go into multiple lifetimes, multiple multiple sessions in order for them to feel relaxed enough to open up and, and get over that
0: constraint that they have in their mind right now. Love Yourself, Change Your Life. This is not only your program, it's your book that will be coming out, correct?
2: Yes, and I changed the title to The Powers in You uh, because... At, you know, at the time when I was teaching this course, Love Yourself and Change Your Life, and that was several years ago, and people were like, oh, what does that mean? And even nobody got it. So I changed it to The Powers in You, and what it's about is loving yourself <clears throat> unconditionally, and that doesn't mean looking in the mirror and going, yeah, I rock. It, that's a tiny part of it. What it means is... Being as connected to your divine self as you can, taking away all of these layers that we have and these constraints and and being at the optimum in body, mind and spirit and thoughts, words and actions so that we all have superpowers like you guys are able to see these numbers and everything and you're aware and we all have superpowers that we connect to. And connecting to the divine energy that is you, that is one of your superpowers. Eating food that makes you feel good, and that's one of your superpowers. Exercising to the extent that you can, that's a superpower. Keeping your thoughts, words, and actions in a state of love where you, you know, like when you judge somebody, you're judging yourself. When you have a negative thought, it's usually because you're in a negative place. So we always want to keep ourselves in a place where we can connect to our superpower. Powers and that's our divine self.
0: You are my kind of people. No kidding. Thank you so <laughs> much. It's Leora com And again, she is a past life regression therapist. She's also a divine path life coach. And Jason and I will be in touch because I want to take you up on one of these sessions. Uh, thank you so much. We appreciate thank you. you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thanks, Leora.
1: Bye.
0: Thank you.